On this week's episode, we talk about the pain of being held accountable and whether or not you like it, and I reveal a big secret about myself. Check it out. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dates and Yak Show. I'm Chris Dayton. I'm Amber Yaklin. And we're fired up. Woohoo! I mean, like the energy level just went up like 10 notches. Yeah, we are pumped this week. We have missed you guys. We're ready for a really great episode today, I think. Yes. We, You're in for a real treat. If you Gather around, children. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good, although we're not around the pool this week. Oh, know, man. Right? Yeah, so we're just coming back from our conference in Orlando, which, uh, where do we say, Rosen? Rosen Shingle. Rosen Shingle Creek. That place was awesome. Was it bougie enough for you? I mean, it was like, I could have done bougier. No, it was really, <laughs> no, it was really nice. I loved how like everything, there's something to be said about a resort where everything is right there. And at any time you can go grab something to eat, go up to your room to change, go to the conference you need to go to. Like I was able to. See, this is only in contrast because we went to the conference in uh, October, in last New October. Orleans. And basically um, what happened was we ended up booking late. We ended up not being in the hotel. And so we had to Uber. And we had to Uber across the bridge. And we didn't bridge. know that New Orleans was going to be like the Uber ride from hell because across the bridge it was always traffic. Because we had to be there at like 7 in the morning. That and going back at night, we almost died like three times. I mean like once, but yeah, like it's kind of <laughs> sketchy. Like New Orleans is a little sketch. I was like, I'm so sorry, Nick. I got your wife killed. <laughs> But it, it really cut into the time that we were able to um, network and join some of the events that these conferences have. And they all kind of run the same. I don't think it matters what industry you're in. Like conferences normally all run the same. You've got your beginning session where they kind of break down what we're going to do. Right. They have a little like dinner like the first night with all, everybody who attends. Then you've got like your breakout sessions the next day and general sessions. Then they always do like some sort of like party that they like rope everything off for where you can network and drink and eat and whatever and then the third day is like back to business do all your stuff eat wherever you want it's on you and then the fourth day you go home yeah like close it up and go home like i think that's every and i'm usually checked out after a day and a half that's like every conference (laughs) conference across the board but there was something to be said about not having to worry about ubering back somewhere else where you could be like, yep, I'm going to run upstairs, freshen up. I'll be right back down. Yep, the restaurant's in this hotel. I'll meet you there. And you don't have to worry about paying to go somewhere else for dinner or to network or for drinks or for whatever. I mean, because let's say in our industry, it's the networking that counts at those things. Right. Did you make any friends? I made a lot of friends in <laughs> Orlando. Making adult friends, A, is, is hard. But I got a couple shout outs that I'm going to give. So my Toronto girls, Heather and Ashley, um, I got to meet them like, I don't even know what night, the second or third The night. wine girls. The wine girls, yes. <laughs> they were amazing. So they're from Toronto. So now I'm, I have international friends. That makes me super pumped. Um, Todd Erickson in North Carolina and uh, some of his mentors in EXP, which would be Jamie and Adam. Nice. We're, we had some really great conversation. Uh, Carrie was another... I think she was from, no, she was from like Minnesota. I mean, there were so many amazing people that I connected with. That's just like. Tip of the iceberg. That's just like the tip of the iceberg of the people that I met that I had a great time with in Orlando. <laughs> just the tip. Just the tip. Just to see nobody, how it feels. Nobody can take you anywhere. <laughs> how about you, Chris? Did you make any friends? Oh, and we got to see Ken. Yeah, my boy Ken. That was a huge highlight for me. I loved seeing Ken, having dinner with him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's nice to... About your, your uh, cousin. Oh, yeah. Oh, I should shout them out, too. Yeah. So yeah. Angie came to meet me because she is a realtor down in Ocala. So she drove up to see me. And huge, huge thank you and shout out to my sister-in-law who came up to see me for the night because we never get time together, especially away from the kids. Right. And she drove up from Tampa. And uh, I got to see how she works and she got to see how I work. <laughs> Two very different industries. She's in HR and recruiting and she's a management level and she spends a lot of days just sitting on the phone on conference calls day in and day out. Yikes. Yeah, she was about two and a half hours on a conference call when I was like, I'm going to go to the pool. Meet me there. <laughs> <laughs> it's warm outside. Yeah. Something that doesn't happen in Michigan, but for I, four days a year. I haven't seen the sun since September, so I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I got so sunburned, I'm peeling right now. I just load, lathered up. Lathered up? <laughs> it puts the lotion on and does what it's told. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, no, I had a good time. You got to hang out with uh, a couple of the higher-ups at EXP. Played some golf with Mr. Gene Fredericks. He's the best. He's a good dude. And yeah. Then, uh, I always had Dave and Kristen Kennard. Yeah. Always fun to hang with them. In fact, Dave agreed to be uh, on our podcast. Yep. So we just got to line hold, that up. We're holding him to it. We're going to line Dave that up. Dave Kennard, co-president of EXP. We're going to have him on very soon. That'll be good. We should do that next week. For sure. Just check the schedule. Anyway. So anyway, so we're back from vacation, which was... We call it a vacation, but it was definitely work-related. We were definitely working in our industry. Our work is fun. Sorry if you're hating on that. Come join us in real estate. Yeah, get your license. Um, But we had a lot of really, I think, big takeaways from that. And I love coming home fired up to like share that with our team. I wish our team could all come with us. And I think one day in the future, that's a possibility. Well, I think here's what, here's what we were... We were also going through a transition just with our own personal group, where... As exciting as it is, like this has already been announced to our team, but hey, for our friends in the podcast land, we uh, have a new team leader here of the Detroit Dayton Group of Realtors, Miss Amber Yacklin. Woo! I keep calling myself the vice president of the Dayton Group, but that's like a character. Yeah, <laughs> I just, that's what I'm putting on my name tag. I think you can do uh, trial by combat with Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See who wins. Anyway, okay, so um, yeah, VP, so anyway, so, the VP of operations is Aaron, and I'm VP of uh, human resources, I think, at this point. <laughs> human resources, yeah, yeah. Psych, psychotherapy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yep, so I got to take over the team leader position, yeah, so, which has yeah. been, um, I really do love it. I well, do. I, I was like really, I was so honored to be yes, promoted. But it's also three years in the making. So you, you, you've you definitely earned this. It wasn't just given to you. Yeah. You have earned if I every was a, If I was a Girl Scout, I would have a sash full of badges. Nice. <laughs> Gotta love the flair. <laughs> anyway, so one of the things that we've talked extensively about is, and we even did in our last podcast when we were talking about the speed of the business and how fast things move and how we're always on the go but how people need that community too. So one of the things that we've always talked about is like when someone says to me, hey, yeah, but I need an office. What I used to hear is, hey, yeah, I don't do any business. And that was kind of harsh. Yeah. I mean, because I would just look at them and be like, yeah, you don't understand how any of this works. But then, no, no offense to them. I grew up. It was, uh, it was not them. It was me. And I actually matured a little bit. And oh my I gosh, like I in Orlando? Um, yeah, like maybe a couple weeks before. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like this is a recent. This like, is this a is recent like development. breaking news. Yeah, you should go breaking buy a, news. Just... Chris Dayton has become a grown up. Yeah, make it right with Jesus because he's on his way back. <laughs> anyway, um, so 
I literally came to this new aha that when I hear somebody say, I need an office, what I hear now is, I need community. Yeah. I'm I feeling need alone. That I feel alone. I'm, I'm on an island. I don't know what to do. So what we did is we started leveraging technology with Zoom uh, is a video, you know, conference call for lack of a better right i mean it's like it's same as like google hangouts or whatever like it's just a video conference but we can all see each other yep and then we put in stuff where we do something every single day so if you work on our team you now have the community part of it we get to see you every single day and then we've We've added added into that the training and the channels yeah i keep cutting you off because i'm super excited no i was gonna say (laughs) we've created the channels for them to have a voice and to be able to say hey this is what's working for me this is not what's working for me uh, we have weekly checkpoints. We have monthly, you know, goal setting and then overall meetings and things like that. And I think we really are gaining a strong grasp on that. Yeah, um, and I think portion of the I think it's really interesting because I understand why people feel like they want that connectivity. I mean, us as it, human nature, we crave connections, and that's just like down to like basic psych one hundred and one type stuff. So to be able to see each other on a video conference call. I understand people are like, but I could just go to my office. But this helps people from all over feel connected. So this helps our team be able to grow and reach different areas where I feel that our team would be best fitting. Like we've got people from Clarkston. We have people from West Bloomfield. We have people from Livonia. We've got people from Waterford. We've got people from uh, like Macomb area, Canton. like Eastside, Canton. So to get all of us together on a daily basis would be, I think, really hard. Because at the end of the day, we chose this profession for the freedom of it, for that entrepreneurial freedom where we can make our own schedule. But with that, if you if somebody's like a little bit too loose in their schedule, if you give somebody a little bit too much rope, they feel like they're cast off on an island somewhere and like they it messes with them in a different way. So we kind of like reeled everybody back in. Every morning we're doing these check-ins. Um, but what happens when you start holding other people accountable? See, that's what I really wanted to talk about. We talked about all this to set up how amazing it is that the minute somebody's like, well, I don't feel like I have any identity or I don't have any accountability. And then we introduce that because everybody's like, yeah, I really want that. They say that because they think that that's what they're supposed to say. And then the minute it's right there and they're looking themselves in the mirror, gosh, shit gets real. I'm going to tell you my theory on that. I think that this industry, and I think any of my fellow realtors can like email and chime in and comment on this, and I think we'll get a ton of feedback on this particular sentence I'm about to say. I think that every realtor wants the magic pill that is just going to have the floodgates open and people busting down your phone and door to sell their properties. And that's not how it works. Even if you are a very successful huge team leader who sells a hundred million dollars a year, you probably have people who work the phones for you. So you've leveraged, you're doing the same things. You're able to leverage money for your time though. Whereas I don't have that kind of money because I don't sell a hundred million dollars a year. So I have to use my time. And that time means I have to go have conversations. Like they want it. Like I think a lot of people want you to be like, this is the one secret that you need. Welcome to our community. Let's bullshit every day on the phone together and be in an office. And here's the only thing you need to do. And you're going to sell, you know, five houses a month. It's not that you have to do small daily steps and they're hard and they're hard for me to do. They're hard for you to do. They're hard for Mark Z to do. They're hard for Glover to do. And I'm just pulling out like a couple of Detroit big dogs just to like that come mm-hmm. off the top of my head. It's not easy. 
people are working their connections. They're working the phones. They're calling, they're texting, they're emailing, they're Facebook messaging, and they're not just doing it one day and then going like, oh, well, I guess nobody wants to sell their house today. They have to do it every day. For weeks. For months, for years. Yep. It never ends. It never ends. It, it never, never ends. ends. <laughs> no, like, I, I would say, like, you know, I'm not a huge veteran, but I'm almost four years in this game. And I caught on pretty well. Got my little snaps. Like, I, I started catching on to what I had to do. Right. But it is even going back to your sphere of influence time and time again and just dangling a little carrot of, like, hey, don't forget, I'm a realtor. Hey, don't forget, you know anybody who does real estate? Because I got a perfect example for you. I went on an appointment yesterday for somebody that messaged me through Facebook, somebody I knew from my church. I haven't seen her in a couple of years because our schedules are just different. She's a working mom. They still call me the stay-at-home mom, even though I work just as many, <laughs> if not more hours. Right. Stay-at-home and run an empire. I still get like, you know, yeah, I still get like stay-at-home mom status where I get to go to like mom's group during the day and things like that. But our kids used to be in like kindergarten soccer together, like that kind of stuff. But I haven't spoken to her in a long time. She messaged me on Facebook and said, hey, I see you're in real estate now. We're thinking about moving next year. I'm just wondering what my steps would be. Can we get together? And I was like, awesome. Yes, of course. I set up that appointment. Every realtor like right now is like, I wish I got that message. It's so easy to set those appointments up. True. I looked back at our last message before then. It was two years prior. And I was saying, hey, just want to let you know I'm in real estate now. I'm looking uh, to work with people who are looking to buy or sell their homes. If you know anybody, I would appreciate it. It was so good seeing you yesterday, da-da-da-da-da. Two-year gap between messages. But what did her message say, Chris? Hey, I see you're doing real estate now. now. Wow. Because nobody else cares what I'm doing. <laughs> and I don't really care what anybody else is doing. And I, that's not even to be rude. I, I love people. It is really because we are in our own worlds. We have children to raise and careers to build and cars that break down and houses that need repairs and marriages to work on. I mean, we have life stuff that happens on the daily, so we don't give a shit what our realtor is doing. Right. And more importantly, people think they, they're just, they put so much thought behind, well, I, I guess I'm try, what I'm trying to say is they basically think too highly of themselves. They think that if I call you, and I ask you, like, I call you up, Amber, and I, I'm like, hey, you know, we know each other. I'm looking for somebody. Can you help me? I'm looking for somebody who's looking to buy a home or sell a home or do whatever. And I'm yeah. making a, a prospecting call yeah. to people I know. I know agents who think, oh, I can never do that. I'm pushy. Or they're going to think I'm bad. Or they're going to do this. Or, like, you're way overthinking it. They're not thinking about you. Right. And it doesn't matter what you say. Or, it's not like you're going to roll up into the local mobile gas station and see them pumping gas and go, oh, my God. And, and they're they they're, they're going, there's that guy. That guy. That guy called me. That guy called me. And you know what? He sounded stupid yeah. in front of me. That guy called me and he asked for my help. And I want everyone to point and laugh at him right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all right. hey, the guy he's, from he's, The Simpsons. Yeah, he's sort of <laughs> running over to pump five. Hey. Stay away from that guy. He's yeah. gonna try to. He's gonna try to ask you if you know anybody who wants to buy real estate. That's never happened. But I'll tell you, the reason that we were even talking about this today is because I had a return to go make at the mall. I had this really great sales lady who was helping me out, and I kept thinking like, I should give her my card. I should give her my card because when I run into really great salespeople, I see future realtors in my like. I'm right. like, I should, I should give her my card. I should give her my card, and I literally stopped myself. For no reason other than I'm an idiot with the wrong mindset and an ego. And if you can get rid of your ego and change your mindset, 
shoot, Scott I got to go because I'm going to go make a million dollars. I'm going to go right. back to that mall right now and be like, Kimmy, Kimmy from Madewell, if you listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear, call if you us. Call me. <laughs> I swear we got our shit together. <laughs> But it's not easy. It's not easy. And I'm pushing our team now to do something outside of their comfort zone. And I understand that. I think every team leader does. And I give more kudos than ever to those independent agents that have to do it day in and day out. And I'm curious what their community ends up looking like. But I do it because that's the only way. It's those conversations. It all starts with the conversations. From there, you can do it in a fancy way, in an expensive way, in an inexpensive way. You can do all the other things. But it starts with a back and forth conversation where you are clear about the fact that I sell real estate by the time you leave that conversation. So I'm going to admit something. Okay. That I should not. Here we, we go. Did, we did not talk about this. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> this is terrible. You're right. All right. I'm I, mean, I don't even want to I'm do getting this. a little bit nervous right now. Okay. I watched The Bachelorette. Oh, God. I, I thought you were going to say something bad. <laughs> it is bad. I watch it because I think Kat, there's most men who watch The Bachelorette. No, Cat likes to watch it, and so oh, I get roped here in. There we go. You and know what you are? I, you I are exactly commentary. like people who don't want to be held accountable. You're like, well, I'm only doing it because you should make look, me. Look, I my fiance Catley, uh, who I very tried to be bougie with yeah. and like get ideas <laughs> from watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette right. and where I can take her. So you watch yes. The Bachelor. Okay, so anyway, she loves that show, and so it's one of the things that we do. And I do make commentary on all the stuff. Now, I will know this is the first time I've ever watched The Bachelorette. Okay. So it's a bunch of dudes yep. vying for one... For one woman. Woman. Yep. Who... Sounds exhausting. I mean, this is... It's I feel like you guys are all a bunch of babies. And... I'm going to go become a realtor. <laughs> it was fascinating because it just hit me now. I was watching it last night, and this guy in the show, the most recent, if you watch it, you can chime in below and let me know and verify. But Luke P., who... Oh, my I know, God. Luke P. is a psychopath. He's a classic narcissist. Okay. I mean, they film this. I mean, she can't see everything. I mean, they only show you what they show you. But they literally portrayed this guy. And he's just a classic textbook narcissist. Okay. Where everything revolves around him. And anything that's an issue is someone else's fault. Or someone else's problem. They're not understanding. They're dumb. It's my way. You don't understand. And whatever. So finally, this is coming to a head. They're in Scotland. Uh, and as the show goes, she goes on a one-on-one date with this guy Mm -hmm. and she's like, I just don't understand why every guy in this house hates you. Like they don't like you. And he just goes through this whole thing, this, but he, he can't articulate. He only has the same thing. He's like a robot. He's like, well, I never want you to be upset. I don't want you to do this. And, and, uh, round around. She's like, I need more. I don't, you're not explaining yourself. You're not digging deep. He's not being accountable. He's not being accountable. And literally, at the end of the show, spoiler alert. He doesn't get the rose. He doesn't get the rose. She well, sends him home. So she sees through it. And what what's funny about that on this topic to me is how many agents go through and they say the things that they think other people want to hear. And they keep saying it round and round. And they're basically a real estate narcissist. Oh my gosh, that has to be super prevalent. I mean, I, I'm probably guilty of that. You're probably guilty of that. Right, On sure. any given day, we've got great days and we've got bad days, but there's definitely days where I can say all the right things to another realtor sitting across from me, but can I implement that myself? Sometimes the answer is no. And the here's what here's the basic thing that I think was really awesome is that once you get over your ego, 
and you can be self-accountable and just be like, yeah, no, I made, I had one conversation today. I had one real, and just be honest about what those numbers look like. You'll at least then know why your business is doing exactly what it's doing. And it's fine either way. It's just more of like, we lie to ourselves so easily and we justify so easily and we start to make excuses, but we're not even in an industry where like, I'm your manager. I don't care if you didn't make any phone calls. I'm just asking you how many you made. I just need the number. At the end of the day, you making no phone calls only affects you and right. your longevity. Your bank account. And your bank account. And this business, the reason you have teams in such, an, uh, in such a, you know, kind of one-man one show business is literally to have somebody help you hold yourself accountable. But you can't be, you can't ask what I, sh what should I do? And I want to be held accountable. And then when the time comes, run away from it because you're afraid of the change. Like everything in life is going to be scary. You have to figure out when you need to do it anyways. Right. And a lot of it, I think, comes from the, the not knowing that the reward is worth it. Right. And that's with any change. Like eventually we figure it out. Like I walk, you know, today I was like, I'm never working out again. <laughs> I worked out Monday. I haven't been able to walk for two days. I'm literally on the phone with Angie as I was pulling up to do our podcast. And I'm like, I'm never, ever, ever doing another. If you ever think I'm doing another squat again, you can go squat yourself because it's not happening. And she's like, well, no, that's why you can't stop. And then you're going to have to be starting over every single time. And that's with anything in life. It's oh that God. momentum where if you stop and start again, it's a thousand times harder and painful. And you're going to go through two days of not being able to walk right instead of just every day doing your squats. <laughs> <laughs> Squat time. Squats are dumb. I hate squats. My quads are on fire. I can't walk. My glutes. The whole, I just, it's a stupid, stupid workout. You know what you need? <gasps> I, know, I know what you need. Snacks. 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 <laughs> snacks. I can't eat snacks. I'm working out and I'm losing weight. No, you can't have snacks and you need to have snacks. The whole point of it is to snacks. eat healthy snacks. Snacks. I just want to hear you say snacks 48 snacks, times in one snacks, second. Snacks. 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 <laughs> That's it. I'm taking away your electronics. You guys ever see those uh, that meme of that little like two year old girl and she's like toddling over to the pantry and she's like snacks, snacks. It's the best. And that's all we did the whole time we were in Orlando and on the plane. And people probably thought we were nutcases, but we like to, we like to have a lot of fun. The trick. The, the lady the air stewardess like, comes. Like, the air stewardess. It's called a flight attendant. Something is so wrong with you, waitress. The flight attendant comes by. And she's like. Any snacks? And like almost on cue, Kat is sitting in between us and we're like, snacks! Snacks! Because <laughs> nobody can take us anywhere. I know. It is what it is. But, but you know what, guys? I mean, at the end of the day, one of the things I love about this show is that we just try to keep it super real. We know that everybody struggles with this. And if somebody says they're not struggling with it, well, then they're a liar. And they're probably not holding themselves accountable. Yeah, liar! Like, good day, sir. You are a liar. I said good day. I said good day. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, until next week, uh, we'll see you again. Drop us a line. Be sure to comment on our Facebook page. Uh, we are the Dayton Group. and uh, Or send us an email at daytongroup at gmail.com. Gmail, baby. Catch you later. <laughs>